Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back to another episode of, episode two of My Shot of Life, featuring your co-host, Stephen and Victor. Uh, we want to welcome you to the podcast. I hope you're tagging along. I hope you listen to some of the previous episodes. If not, go check them out. But today we'll be discussing New Year's resolutions. As is appropriate, based on the time of year. Um, if you're listening to this any other time of the year, um, to let you guys know, it is the first week of January 2018, and so this we believe this is appropriate. Now going through the motions of facing New Year's resolutions. That is true, and one of my New Year's resolutions is actually to drink less, which leads us to our alcoholic beverage of the episode, which... Uh, is Terrapin Beer Company out of Athens, Georgia. They're Recreation Ale. It's a Session IPA. Session IPA. Those are good. They're uh, light in ABV, but pretty good in flavor, I would say. Absolutely. So let's kick this podcast off. Cheers. Vic's drinking half a beer because he's trying to watch his figure. Which One means, of my New Year's resolutions. Which means I have to drink both mm. half of this beer and, I guess, one other... I've got to say, though, Steve, this beer, Recreation Ale Session IPA, delicious. It is good. Um, but I don't know. I haven't had many Session IPAs that I don't like. It's true. They tend to be, like you said, a little bit on the lighter side, alcohol-wise. Takes away some of the bitterness. Yeah. So definitely goes down as, smooth for an IPA. It full either, like a, like a full-fledged IPA. Yeah. Would it's almost like a light heavy. IPA. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely got the kind of like light beer aspect to it and i mean you know it is january this is a beer that you would typically drink during the summertime i would say but honestly i don't think it's a bad time to drink a session ipa no they're delicious and this one specifically terrapin beer company recreation ale all right so new year's (laughs) resolutions i'm going to start off because vic is very strong about this i feel very strong for me i would say i am I am the hypocrite on this situation because I think that New Year's resolutions are absolutely stupid. But I'm the one, I'm the same person who will do a New Year's resolution year in and year out. And I'll go in for a couple weeks and I'll go hard at it. And then something comes up and then I don't do it anymore. Case in point, fitness. How many people are going to the gym right now? Everybody's going to the gym. Everybody. January 1st, that gym's lighting up. Open the doors. January 15th. Probably not. <laughs> no, sir. It's just you. Well, I'm wondering, like, if fitness studios or if gyms just get, like, a shitload of money starting January every year, they expect that revenue to come in on January 1st or the first week of January. Yeah. I think that's a good benchmark, too, as far as, like, how they can set up. I mean, we're I'm getting off topic already, but how they can set up fiscally for the year, you know, if they recognize yeah. all this revenue up front. As far as these first-of-the-year gym memberships, uh, I guess they can determine what the rest of their year is going to need to look like fiscally. Erin was even telling me that she had six different fitness accounts like her, I guess some regular picture on Instagram, something that was not even fitness-related, just so, well, I imagine so that they could kind of advertise some sort of workout routine or something. So Yeah, definitely. It's that time of year. They acknowledge it. So... Victor, 
What do you think about New Year's resolutions then? I am all for them. I think the physical ones definitely take priority in the New Year's resolution. Everybody kind of discusses the new year, new me kind of deal. The and they're, they're getting to the gym. It, it. it is it is the worst. Uh, number one on my list, actually, for this year is to change less because I'm pretty great. Okay. So um, with that said, though, I, I think it's great uh, being an active person. Um, in the first place, I think it's awesome to see. I am more for people getting into shape, out of shape people getting into shape, than I am staring at these fitness models and, and whatnot. I mean, it's like I'm all for the the failure to fame kind of thing, you know, 250 pounds, um, you know, five foot four, 250 heart disease, pre diabetes, and all of a sudden they get it together, and it's like you know, who notoriously has done this in the past no which individual jared from subway and you know you know what happened to him after he lost all that weight yep he became a pedophile nothing good (laughs) actually he was a pedophile before that but yes yeah but just but definitely don't get healthy it's encouraging i like seeing people in the gym it's nice uh like i said i I respect those people more who get there and stay there and lose the hundred pounds in two years oh yeah absolutely i can respect that and i and i appreciate you know them putting themselves through that and and maybe sometimes you do need like some sort of restart or like it, it doesn't even have to necessarily be i guess i can't even put it in words honestly what i'm trying to say is that um on january 1st it does feel like a new a new day or like i mean you have a benchmark for yourself it's the first day of the year you know now starting now it's easy to benchmark myself and maybe that's why it is so many people and that's better so many people are doing that is because oh well I can I can compare myself from January first to March thirtieth or whatever day, but if it was if I started on January fifteenth or February thirteenth, I can compare yeah. myself to that. Right? So maybe I mean, maybe that's what it is. Psych- psychologically, they just make it makes up. Sense. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think the only problem does come in where you know it's a matter of sticking to it. So, um. I guess further into the New Year's resolution down that rabbit hole, uh, I'm, I guess I'm not necessarily a pro New Year's resolution kind of person. I'm a pro goals person, which, I mean, this definitely plays into it, but I've been doing this the past few years where, you know, I'll come up with a list of anywhere from 10 to 15 personal goals, whether it be physically, emotionally, mentally, um, you know, anything like that personally that I am trying to accomplish. And so over the years, I've been able to kind of tailor different things and I've accomplished some, failed at others, uh, in which case any failure to complete a goal rolls forward to the next fiscal year. Um, Fiscal year. (laughs) Um, It rolls forward to the next year. And so it's kind of my opportunity to improve, but there's definitely different ways to go about it. So many people are it's so easy to write down, oh, I want to go to the gym more. That's mm-hmm. too vague. You're not going to stick to something like that. Um, I wanna, or I want to drop to certain weight, body fat percentage. I want to be able to lift this. If you have like an attainable goal that you can, a tangible goal, I guess, by having something like you're saying, if you have something so vague like that, I mean, what does, yeah. what does go to the gym more mean? I went twice last year, now I'm going three times this year. Yeah. It's a step-by-step process too. You kind of have to, make sure your goals are realistic and then set 
mini goals essentially in order to um, accomplish whatever your larger goal may be? Um, well, see, I like your your idea of finding a way, and it doesn't have to be fitness. You know, I know we're talking a lot about fitness because that seems to be what most people's goal is starting the new year. I'm gonna eat all this bad food in the holidays, and I'm gonna come back in January. And I'm gonna lose all this weight, and whether it, I stay through it the whole year or just a few months, that's what I want to do. But I like the idea of growing yourself as a person every year. So if, if that's one of your goals, I want to read more, I want to learn this, and I want to do something, have a skill that I didn't have before, something that helps you develop as a person, I li- I'm all for that. So, sure, like, if you can stay with it, I can be I can be okay with a New, Year- New Year's resolution for that. And I came, or I, I thought about that whenever I was also thinking about Seth MacFarlane's tweet that he wrote today, if you haven't read that yet. I have not. He posted a tweet today in response to uh, a presidential tweet. I like the idea of what he was saying, or Seth said in his tweet. Um, When young men become old men, the best acquire wisdom, the wisdom to know when to teach and when to learn, when to speak and when to listen, when to lead and when to follow, when to fight and when to make peace. And then he actually had another sentence after that. I just wanted to give a point that, I mean, that's pretty profound, at least in my eyes. And I agree with that wholeheartedly that if, you know, when you get older, you should be able, you should have learned things throughout your life instead of just skating, skating by. And that brings in the challenge of uh, these goals and these New Year's resolutions to challenge yourself to be better, whatever that may mean um, in the grand scheme of things. But uh, like we mentioned a little bit before, it's kind of finding uh, a balance of, um, that emotional or that physical or mental goal and and setting it and attaining it. So from a uh, kind of a wisdom standpoint, like Seth MacFarlane mentioned, uh, gaining wisdom, I think the best way to do so in whether it's modern society or the olden days is through books. And that's um, definitely the way to go. So the way I start crafting my goals is I come up with general general ones um, that I'd like to accomplish, which number two on my list is read more books. Um, it's number one on your list? It's number two. Number, two. number one was change less. Number two is... Wait, is that a legit one on your list? No, it's oh, okay. a running, running joke. But uh, that, that makes the list every year. Um, awesome. So to read more books, and then as a subset goal, I have a definition minimum of 10 books. Uh, with seven being fiction, just because that's my preferred genre. That's mm-hmm. it, It's more entertaining but to me. But then you want to go outside of your comfort zone. Correct, and, and so else. I have a minimum of three nonfiction. Um, and so I've already ordered one recently. I cannot remember the name. It's It has something to do with perfecting procrastination or something along lo- those lines. It, it discusses how procrastination, if used correctly, is actually good um, and beneficial to your ability to manage your time. Interesting. I'll get I'll get around to reading that, you know, in a few years. Yeah. And uh, number three on my list. I guess this is just going to be me going over my goals for the year. But just giving you examples of things that um, start larger, which for me is the year of the podcast. Um, and from a listener perspective, though, um, and it just says listen to more podcasts in 2018 with a focus on educational or informative podcasts. I n- normally listen to true crime. 
And so those don't really benefit me. It's more entertaining. Yeah, because it is more entertaining, but it's not really benefiting me in any way through personal growth or anything like that. So with a focus on educational and informative podcasts, I've actually listened to four or five. I can't remember already today. Just started first thing in the morning, you know, took my morning shower while listening to a podcast, listened to the same thing on the way to work to wrap it up, listened to a few while at it's work. It's crazy how, how much you can go through in a day just by like, I guess, through the motions of cleaning or, or cleaning yourself or cleaning your room or getting things organized or cooking dinner. And you can go through so much in one day from listening to these podcasts and, you know, like you're saying, you're, you can learn stuff from them. Absolutely. It's um, it's positive time management. Right, you're, exactly. You're yeah. Benefiting by listening you're through doing that. Two time. things at once I and mean, you're getting something knocked out of the way. So And you don't feel lazy, you know? Or you don't feel like you're not doing anything because that's the worst thing is that whenever you try to even whenever I feel like I'm cleaning up sometimes like I would kind of goof off, but I'll feel like I just wasted an hour. Even if I did fold clothes and I did that and I got all this other stuff to do. Well if I listen to a podcast at least I feel like I benefit my myself in a way. Absolutely. It's that that feeling of efficiency, um, I, my favorite example is throwing a load of clothes into the washer is one of the most satisfying things for me. If I have other things to do, so if I have other tasks to get done that day and I first throw a load of clothes in the washer, that load of clothes in the washer is going to work for me during that time. That, you know, 20 minutes, whatever it takes for the cycle to run, I can do something else in that 20 minutes as opposed to doing something first and then putting the load of clothes into oh, the washer. Yeah. It's the little things that really get me going like that. It gets me going. Lights my fire. Um, For me, I would have to say, going back to fitness, I jumped on the fitness bandwagon just like anybody else would on January 1st. I would like to say I did on December 31st, though, so that, you know, I beat the rush. Nice. Um, But, yeah, Picked up the, the 100 push-up challenge. I'm sure people who are listening to this are familiar with it. Uh, 100 push-ups a day. And that's not 100 push-ups in one setting <laughs> or one sitting, rather. That's, that's pretty hard to do. Because that would be difficult. I mean, even uh, I think we did 50 last year when we had that competition in the office. But, yeah, 100 push-ups in one setting, that's, that's, that's difficult. But, yeah, spreading that out throughout the day, you can do 10 an hour, which is, to me, not that many. I mean, I did 30 every... I was doing 30 every hour, which is great because you knocked that out in four hours. <clears throat> but that's a big thing for me. I got on this other fitness plan with uh, Peter. I uh, can't remember his name right now. It's like some Italian name. Uh, Sir, it's that Cervelli. I keep thinking Cervelli, like uh, Franklin. Is it Franklin Cervelli? Place for the... Nope. Uh, What's the guy? Francisco. Francisco Cervelli. That's Francisco. half Italian, half Argentinian. So outside of fitness, I've also made reading books something on my list this year because i absolutely never read and when i do read it's always on reddit it's always online and if i get a book i read a few chapters and then i just fall out of it because that's just how it is you know you get swept up in something new and then you you stop reading it so that's happened to me and i wanted to goal is to read a book every month we'll see how that goes um i feel like that's tangible because i mean that's 12 books and if I fall behind, I could read another book in the next month, but the goal would be to, to not do that. And I told Aaron if I had to rent or buy Berenstein Berry books to get my 12 books in the year, I'll do it. That's that's uh, cheating. And that's Berenstein. Actually, it's Berenstein Bears, not Berenstein that's Bears. Right. Unless you're 
into the Mandela effect. So that's those are my two goals. My third goal, I guess, is to put out more material. That's um, on that's list. what we're doing right now, and that's what we hope we keep doing throughout the year. We've already got the domain down for another year, so nailed it. So that's that's really my whole 2018. Well, I would love to pick a piano, but yeah. That's, and that's you can, I mean, it's not a thing that you have to establish. Exactly. You know, you're always crafting new goals for the, for different times. Sure. And I, and I feel like one thing that I've learned last year, not even learned, just experienced, um, I've never listened to Joe Rogan's podcast before, or if I did, I think I listened, listened in college and I was like, God, this is so boring. Just two people talking about stuff. Just two people talking about life. That was the most boring thing I've ever heard. Then last year, I picked up one of his episodes, and I was like, you know, this is kind of entertaining. And they talk about stuff that I don't really get to sit down and talk to anybody about in real life. just doesn't happen because you go to work, you go home, you watch TV, and that's your life. Um, So listening to this or listening to his podcast kind of opened me up to something different and then also gave me um, ideological perspective on life that doesn't have to be religious. Whether or not I agree with it, it's just one of those things that presents you with something else that you didn't think about. And each episode, I found like I felt like I was learning something from someone different, and it made me feel different about myself. Made me think about different things that I would normally not think about. And so that's something that it wasn't a goal that I had last year to listen to something like that and broaden my horizon, but it changed my viewpoint on a lot of things. Definitely brings in a different perspective. Yeah. So which is also kind of what we're trying to accomplished with this little ditty so i think we settled on i guess they can be news resolutions can be good oh absolutely and to add to that i mean just crafting the the resolutions or goals in the first place uh, it doesn't necessarily require motivation everybody's looking for the motivation and it may be the motivation of hey it's a new year let's try and better ourselves uh in the current year but it's more about forgetting motivation and cultivating discipline in order to accomplish those resolutions and accomplish those goals. If it starts with making your bed every morning, go for it. Make your bed every morning. You've accomplished something. Releases dopamine in the brain. And there's so many feel people, good. so many professionals and, and, I guess, psychological fields and maybe even motivational speakers. I, I could probably go on with other... Uh, teachers and professors start off with saying that if you can't make your bed then how can you even really develop yourself as a person because as simple as something is making your bed you're putting structure in your life and you're an organization and like you're saying put a little bit of discipline by having doing that every single day you know you can motivate yourself to do i wouldn't say anything but that's it's it's not about the motivation comes in the form of January first for everyone. That seems to be the case, and and I'll let that slide. That's I, fine. Yeah, and I think it. I just feel like the reason why this is or why that's a thing, people feel like they can put the past behind them, and by it being a new year, it's like, well, we're in this new realm. We've never been here, and 2017 is a thing to people. It is a whole year. It is a thing. So by changing yourself a little bit in one year you feel like you haven't done anything but then by changing yourself throughout the whole year you feel like you know grown so much in this whole period yep. at least that's what i feel like i don't know if that's Just, something you think of or yeah you wake up every day and you you grind it out 
to accomplish whatever. That That's where the discipline comes in, is you have to work for it every day, regardless of the goal, regardless of the resolution. You got to work for it every day. I mean, how many times have you wanted to do something, but you're saying, well, I can't do it right now, but I know in a month I'll have a hundred more dollars or well, I'll have yeah. 200 or a thousand. So, or some of it has to do with, you know, your ability to, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry for that. Uh, I'm getting over a slight sickness, uh, which has hampered my ability to jumpstart these resolutions. But um, back to the point, it's more of, um, I guess, priority. You may not have the financial ability to do one of the goals on your list. And I have had get my concealed carry license on my list for almost three years now. It's been a goal of mine to do that. I am very much afraid of handguns and i feel that the only way to to conquer your fear is to face them head on not literally in this case never point a gun in your own face or stand in front of a gun but um i have gone to the range and i have attended two courses not concealed carry but just to get comfortable with a handgun in my hands i've shot shotguns i've shot rifles i'm fine with those no big deal shoot clays you know shoot targets whatever but handguns always just freaked me out. And so yeah. I embraced that fear and I went and I took classes and I feel a lot more comfortable. But the fact that it financially, you know, it's not terribly expensive. Uh, it takes time. It takes money. And so as a priority on my goal list, there have been other things that have taken priority. So by setting multiple goals for the year, you can prioritize them. And so this one has rolled forward, like I said, almost three years. But, you know, because of my um, skipping out on that specific goal, I have been able to use my money or use my time to accomplish other goals. So definitely, in, in that sense, the resolutions are helpful, you know, when you set multiple to be able to learn how to prioritize your time and money. Well, I also wonder if you set so many goals, you can prioritize it by the easiest because sometimes we tend you to do sure that can. at work where, well, this might not be what needs to be done right now, A one -off but, email but we can do this, like we that. can knock it out in five minutes or we can do something, you know, in an hour. So make, tw make 20 goals, look and at that's, it and that's say, where the discipline well, which comes one can in. I do? That's where the discipline sure. comes in. Something might take a year, something might take uh, just a month. So do whatever fits your prerogative sure yeah okay well moving on to our next segment my favorite segment toilet talk it is time burp, 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 for burp, burp, toilet talk brought to you by Sphinx. they're great can i say that i didn't do the great so can uh, kellogg's come at us they're for me saying that? good they're good <laughs> uh i don't know Spanx is not sponsoring this podcast but Shout out to Spanx for tucking away all that stuff that we don't like to see. Um, all right, so today's... Toilet talk. Toilet talk topic is... Is over versus okay. under. The most debated topic of all time. Is it? it I don't know, but it should be. I'm should pretty sure be? Socrates and Aristotle, they were all like, that's what all of their philosophy books They're were like written broke. about. Did they have toilet paper? They used... Their hand leaves. Leaves, probably. Maybe. Anyway, over, under. Hair. Does the toilet paper roll dispense the toilet paper over the top or underneath? Well, I think it's a no-brainer. Um, you 
have the toilet paper hanging off over, which should be closest to the user of the toilet. Over the top. And I don't know anybody who has under, but I know some people that don't even think about it. Some people don't think about it. I don't necessarily give them a pass, but at the same time, I'll give them a pass. If you actually don't care and you have like three bathrooms in your house or two and one is over and one is under and you're like, eh, whatever. Okay, that's you fine. Just, you like manipulate I, I will change. If I am in the one with under, I will change it to over. My mom is an under person. Does she have a reason why? I haven't confronted her about it. I just change them all to over when she I when I go home to visit. She uses her witchcraft probably to get the toilet paper off. Gosh, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. It's practical, like Stephen said, closer to you. If it comes over the top, it's you know whatever the depth. You don't have to go reach for it. Yeah, whatever the depth of the toilet paper on the roll is, it sticks out that much further. It just makes um, sense. And I've always lived in a household that had toilet paper hanging off or attached to the the sink and um, what do you got the cabinet? I guess the sink and cabinet um, where you store your toothbrush and your towels. Right. So I've always had that where the wood is right behind the toilet paper, and you know, not that you should be getting messy anywhere, but you know, you don't want no fingers rubbing up against the wood on the on the cabinet absolutely you don't want the fecal fingers rubbing anything <laughs> i think that's a good way to put it fecal, the fecal fingers. fingers hashtag fecal fingers nice. episode two i love it i should just rename it to that i think that sounds good perfect um but yeah i mean i don't understand the argument for putting it again like under in, under yeah I, do you is it easier to pull down the paper it's even harder to rip that way to me i i would agree right yeah because, I mean, that's one that you start ripping it, and then it just, like, falls down, and then you have yeah. two foot of toilet paper, and then you have to wrap it around your hand, and you, yeah. Uh, what a disaster. But, I mean, yeah, I, I have no, like no positives to say. I can't even play devil's advocate. I believe so, so strongly. Now, one of the points of this show is to broaden, you know, your perspectives on things, but you're just wrong. I mean, yeah. factually incorrect. I would think so. I would I would like to read a nice article that had something about Why aren't we putting money to this? Like why aren't research, they doing experiments and psychological maybe maybe the people who use the under method, maybe they're like sociopaths. All right. We need to conduct a survey of some sort. I would I would feel like it has to do with some sort of characteristic, some um personality characteristic. Sure. So you're either a psychopath or a sociopath. <laughs> Or so you're saying the psychopaths do the under? I'm well. I'm grouping them all in the under right now. <laughs> uh, I don't know who else. Um, what? Who else would you think? Who would you? So Jeffrey Dahmer, Hitler, Hitler, obviously. Steve um, Jobs, Stalin. What's the guy? Matumbo? No, that's Dikembe Matumbo. <laughs> no, 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 he's a good dude. Sorry, man. he seems like a really good dude. I was sorry. I totally spaced on this name. Uh, what was the the large? They had T-shirts made out of it, and it was in South Africa. And there was a guy, Nelson Mandela. Nope, he was a no, good no, guy. no, no. This is a guy who was like leading. I was like, like a cartel. Biko. South like a, Africa? Not not a cartel, but it was. You know how they had those like small revolutions, uh-huh. and then they abused the, the Boko Haram. The yeah, people. That's, that's, Bo- Nigeria. No, that's not Boko Haram. That's it's it was an individual person's name, and they got really big. Like the documentary got big. And people Save started, Darfur, that one? No. That's, I have that t-shirt, though. <laughs> it's a great t-shirt. feels great. 
there's a guy and there's a documentary they made about him and he got really popular like three years after he passed away or got killed or was or was killed i'm sorry not got killed but people were trying to wait raise awareness to this guy's name but he was already dead are you serious and i have no idea what you're talking about but are you saying that he was an under person yeah that's what i'm getting at (laughs) nice okay well steven's looking up that thing that guy I think it's fair to say that uh, you should develop your goals for this year. Post them to the site. Leave some comments for us. That's definitely... Oscar Pistorius. That's not the guy, but he also rules in there. Yeah, definitely. But uh, leave some comments. What are some of your goals for fiscal year? Gosh, I need to stop doing that. The auditor and me current keep year. saying that. For the current <laughs> year under audit. <laughs> For the current year, don't forget to do your taxes. Um, Speaking of, everyone who, well, I guess this doesn't apply until 2018, 2019. When you're filing your taxes in 2019, be aware that the tax law has changed for the entire year of 2018. That's just a thing that we like to throw in there because we're auditors. Be aware. But post your goals, comment. What are some of your suggestions for obtaining your goals or helping others obtain theirs? Maybe that's one of your goals. Who knows? But get involved, get out there, develop yourself personally, professionally, be a better person. Did you find that guy yet? Sadly, no. I can't think of where he would be at, what documentary would be. Once I find it, I'm gonna I'll post it on the website. You guys will know what I'm talking about. Um so that's a perfect segue to the end of our episode. I think we need to rate our beer. Yeah, good point, good point. Absolutely, and then we'll do a final closeout. So, as we mentioned previously in the podcast, our beer of the episode was Terrapin Terrapin Beer Company out of Athens, Georgia. Recreational Ale Session IPA. Session IPA. What's the ABV on that? 4.7% ABV. Uh, So, Victor, what do you think about it? It, Pretty solid. I'll give it a 4 out of 5. 4.9. 4 out of 5. I like that rating because I was also going to go with a 4 out of 5. Um, it's mm. not the best session I've ever had, but sessions are great. I love sessions, and this is not a bad one. This is above average. I agree. Um, it's got a smooth taste. It's you know, it's a little bit sweet. It's, I mean, it's orange, a little bit orange, a little bit dark yellow. Slightly carbonated. <laughs> it has it's beer. It has alcohol in it. <laughs> uh, I've had one of them. Absolutely. A little bit of the bitter hop comes in, but like you mentioned before, it's got kind of a light beer aftertaste almost, so it finishes pretty smooth. Yeah, I would say so. With like a a citrusy vibe. Yeah, perfect for Yeah, four out of five. We highly recommend it if you guys go out, um, hop by the store, pop by the store, get some Terrapin recreational oil. They sell them in the 12 packs, I believe, with with all the other assortments, the uh, variety packs. Perfect. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. We're going to end the episode. Thanks again for supporting the podcast and giving it a listen. If you feel so inclined, please rate and leave us a review on iTunes. Really helps drive popularity. Don't forget, forget to give us a follow on social media, at MyShotOfLife on Twitter and Instagram. And check out our YouTube channel, where in addition to iTunes and Stitcher, we will be posting our episodes each week. Feel free to reach out to us through our various outlets with comments and suggestions on future episode topics, as well as different drinks to try and rate. We're signing off, and I'm Steven. I'm Victor. 
And remember, drinks are always better with friends. <laughs>